Bonjour, salutations, and welcome to another edition of Notes from Minnesota. I'm Beth Ann Erickson, the Queen Bee of Philbert Publishing. And today I'm going to introduce, hmm, I can hardly speak, I'm so excited. I'm going to introduce you to the newest member of the Philbert Publishing family. Uh, I was not looking at all at hiring a new assistant. But best laid plans, you know, that whole thing, blah, 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 blah. This merits a bit of a story, so I'm just going to hop right to it. Um, two weeks ago, my dear son came home from work. We had just finished our corona quarantine, and he was back at it again, and he um, walked in the door, and generally after work, he runs off to the bathroom where he will shower, and what we we always say is time to decontaminate after you, you know, after a long day of hanging out with other people, because we we're basically antisocial anyway, but so that's exactly what he did. He he, But he, it was weird. Usually he comes in and chit-chats a bit, tells me about his day, and then he runs off. But this t- t- uh, that day it was a Monday. He came walking in the house, and he went straight to the bathroom silently. He looked kind of weird, and I didn't pay any mind to it. I just kind of kept tinkering with my project. But he came back, and he said, Mom, long pause, you know. He, he was forming words in his head, and I was, it didn't look good. He was kind of gray, and he looked kind of sick to his stomach. And finally he said, Mom, I saw a cat flopping around on Highway 12. Now, Highway 12 is the big old road. It spans the entirety of Minnesota. And our little section is pretty darn busy, you know, around about 5 o'clock-ish. And... Um, I, I was like, well, okay, what do you want to do about it? And it, the, this little cat was apparently right outside of town. He said, I, I I stood in the bathroom and I realized I wouldn't be able to look in the mirror if I didn't go check on it, he said. So I was like, okay, fine. I said, do you want me to go with? Yeah, he wanted me to go with. Oh, man, I'm like the biggest sucker when it comes to animals, especially injured animals. Oh, my goodness. But anyway, be that as it may... The fact that the cat was apparently flopping around on Highway 12 didn't bode well for his survival. So we, I drove because Peter was shaking so badly. Peter's my son. Hopped in our truck, took off, and sure enough, just it, it was like 100 feet outside of the left turn going on to 12. It was, it was actually literally in town. Nobody slows down, but hey, that's beside the point. It's, you know, I had my lights on because it was, it gets dark early now. I tell you what, it's, it was, it was dark out. And um, we were going along and I think, well, where, do you see it? Do you see it? Do you see it? Because I thought, you know, there's a hundred things that could happen once an animal's hit. It can run off, it can like die, get smashed further. It's, you know, it's not a good deal. No, he says, I, I see a hump. I see a hump. It's right on the white line. Okay. Another thing about Highway 12, it's not the widest road in the world does have good shoulders, yay. But uh, the, the fact that the critter was laying right on the white line, like right on the, it, it was on the other, it was on the bad side of the rumble strips, you know, in Minnesota we have these ridges on the, and then the, the white line, and then it's, it's, it's so if you're driving along and you hit that, you'll wake up. 
if you're getting kind of tired. I'm going off track, aren't I? Well, anyway, I'm describing where the cat was. The cat was on the white line, but it was still, it wasn't on the shoulder yet because it was beyond, um, the rumble strips were beyond it. Okay. There was the hump. Um, it was not laying on its side. It, it was doing what the cat was laying like a loaf, you know, a loaf of bread with its front feet tucked underneath, head down. And Peter said, look at there, it's not moving. It's dead. And I I was on the shoulder at this point, and I kind of stopped right by the, the little critter, looked down. The, 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 that cat raised her head and looked me in the eye. Okay, when you see... If you ever visit the Humane Society or something like that, you do not look at the animals in their eyes. If your eyes meet, you are a goner. I'm just, I'm just letting you know. Because that cat raised her head and our eyes met and I was like, oh, crap. It's alive. It's alive. So we happen to have a beautiful box. <laughs> Another long story. I'll tell you about that later. Um, Peter grabbed the box and he, I had an old towel had the towels, we were ready just in case. And he went over to the cat and he was going to pick her up and put her in the box. The cat had other ideas. That animal took off across the highway, running with its one black leg flopping around like um we have people who used to back in the last election would put flags on the back of their truck. Yeah, the um the cat's leg was kind of fl fluttering around like one of those. Uh, I was like, oh, boy. It clearly has a broken leg, but it can it clearly can still really run. Um, I'm not sure exactly what happened at that point because I waited in the truck. This girl does not go running around a semi-rural uh, area. Um, all, all I can say for certain is I remember a couple semis slowing down, and I uh, one of them actually stopped because my son was chasing this little critter all over Highway 12. Well, anyway, they apparently made it to the other side of the street. I was not watching because I didn't want to watch my son die on top of whatever was going on with the critter. But within a, a few moments, he came walking back, carrying the box with a big grin on his face. Okay, so he hopped in the car truck. He hopped in the truck. I was already in the truck. And I said, okay, what do you want to do? Uh, Peter said, let's call the Humane Society and see if we can drop it off. Well, we called the Humane Society, and guess what? They're not open on Mondays. So we had a decision to make. Do we want to keep this cat overnight with a broken leg, or do we want to try to get her into our vet because we have critters already? Well, Peter did not want to keep the cat overnight because, I mean, seriously, her leg did not look good. Called our vet. It was like five to five. And the veterinarian said, yeah, we're still here. But if you get here after five o'clock, there'll be a, it's going to be a $125 visit instead of a 35. So we're like, yay. But again, what do you do? So vet was seven minutes away. I made a I made a legal left turn, and then I made another legal right turn. I didn't do an illegal U-turn. Peter was like, just go it and turn. Yeah, no, no, the, I drive proper. And uh, drove the seven minutes. We were late, 125 bucks. They looked at the, um, they, they x-rayed her. It was a little torty, so we knew it was a girl. Um, 
Torgies don't usually come in the male variety, apparently. And uh, her knee was crushed. Now, here's a thing I learned. Cats walk on their toes. That first little thing, you know, when, when, you, uh, when they walk and then you, you stroke your hand up their leg, that first joint is their ankle. And then you get into what I would have called um, the, the, the uh, drumstick. Yeah, that, that, that's where the knee is. The knee is like way up there and uh, the knee was shattered, absolutely shattered. There was no saving the leg. So we had to make a decision. Do we take the animal home injured? Do we leave her at the vet and have an amputation? What do we do? Well, <laughs> we have a new cat. Her name is Princess Yue. Um, Peter's other, Peter adopted her. I did not. He fell in love. He, he got so protective of her. The minute he found out that she was going to lose her leg, he said, I'm, she's my cat. His other cat is a little tortie named Luna, you know, the moon. And Princess Yue is the princess of the moon in the Avatar series, apparently. And um, so, yeah, uh, she's been with us almost two weeks now. Sweetest little thing. Oh, we were so afraid she was going to be like feral or something because a um, couple things. She did. She had no microchip, and then she had a little a touch. Don't 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 you ever tell her I told you this. She had a touch of diarrhea at the veterinarian's office, and the vet as she was cleaning. Well, the vet did. The vet tech cleaned it up. As a vet tech cleaned it up, she said, "Yep, she's been eating birds." This animal has not eaten cat food in a very long time. So, that and the fact, we apparently have a feral cat community living in the abandoned elevator that was just adjacent to where this cat went flying out. And so, we are 99.9% .9 positive that she is an abandoned, not abandoned, she's a feral, wild-born cat with the sweetest disposition. We so lucked out. I cannot tell you how much we lucked out because she's as sweet as the day is long. And um, we took a chance. We took a huge chance because sometimes you just got to do the right thing. I mean, it was not right to not help that little cat. And uh, so we have a cat. What can I say? They figure she's about six months old, which went in her favor as far as the whole feral thing went. She's she has adjusted beautifully to our house. Uh, she has met the other cats. No big fights yet. Uh, we're not going to discuss Mini-Me, my little uh, rescue dog. She's a Jack Russell-ish type critter. And um, Jack Russell? I can't remember for certain. I'll have to check that out. Um, but she's, she's a 10-pound little thing, and she has put Yue in her place more than once, but Yue doesn't get angry or retaliate. I have yet to see her hiss. She, I don't know if she's in shock, but it's been two weeks. And so, uh, yeah, if you get a chance, run over to filbertpublishing.com or my Facebook page. I post pictures of our critters, um, probably more on Facebook than on the business page because, I mean, who wants to see my cat on a business page? But as her grandmother, I reserve the right to post lots of pictures. Plus, I drove the pickup that helped save her. So uh, if you get a chance, head over there. If you have, and if you don't have a chance, that's fine. But if you have a chance to show kindness to someone or something that just 
really needs it, please do so. We can donate to the Humane Society. We can donate to the food shelf. There's a lot of stuff going on, and there's just so many wonderful ways we can help other people and help our neighbors out. And I encourage you to do that because life is just too short and too wonderful to not enjoy it and to spread some love and joy wherever you go. So on that note, I want to thank you for tuning in. Philbertpublishing.com finances this fine podcast, and I hope you have a fantastic day.